Jeff King Motors. You got my fee in the morning. Good morning, it's Thursday the 25th of January 2024. Final day of work for a lot of people with the public holiday tomorrow for Australia Day. See, we said it. Getting it up around 34, 35 degrees, sunshine, and uh, it is going to be hot. Tomorrow, expecting tops around 35 as well, with more sunshine and 29 on Saturday. There are heatwave conditions uh, and warnings around the place. It was uh, funny, we were talking actually, a few people brought it up yesterday about how, you know, when they were younger, it used to be called summer (laughs) and not a weather event or a heat wave. But because, you know, the same thing with rain, you know, around summertime where they say a weather event and the rain is is because of climate change. Well, no, it's because of summer. It rains a lot summertime. Plenty of stuff today. $620 with the birthday wheel. We'll do that just after 7 o'clock this morning. Germish Singh's going to join us. We'll also have a chat to Les Pepper before 7 o'clock this morning about beach safety leading up to the Australia Day weekend because we thought it's important to talk about it and reinforce that message. We reached out to the city of Coffs Harbour to the council to see if we could talk to Greg Hackfaith um, from the council's lifeguards, you know, to promote beach safety. Not so lucky, though. (laughs) They come back saying, no, because the message hasn't changed... We're just going to do some do's and don'ts on our social media. They did thank us for their inquiry. Uh, One thing I can point out, though, is don't bother going to their Facebook page to look for the do's and don'ts. I did this morning, and they obviously didn't hold their promise because there's nothing on there as well. But at least Les Pepper wants to talk about the beach safety stuff with us and to you as well, the community. So make up your mind about that yourself. Don't forget as well, there's an election coming up in September. Uh, Radio Scatterbrain, $100. We will play that after 8 o'clock and the Triple M Secret song as well, $480 that you could win. Oh, and did we mention your final chance to grab yourself tickets to the Legends coming up this morning? Muffy in the morning. Morning, Wayne. He's over there listening to us. Wayne, and he says, I hope you have a great day and try and stay cool. Yeah, look, I hope everyone tries to stay cool today. 34 degrees, the top expected. We're uh, sitting on about 19 degrees at the moment. Uh, actually, no, that's Tamworth from when I was looking at it yesterday. Uh, we're, wow, we're warmer here than Tamworth. 19 degrees there at the moment. Um, admittedly, they are heading today for a top of 40. <laughs> uh, for us, though... Uh, 22 degrees at the moment, feels like 24, 34, the top expected for today. Tomorrow, um, we're expecting it to get up to, well, see, again, oh no, that's tomorrow, yeah, 34 today, 36 tomorrow, uh, 29 degrees expected uh, for Saturday. Oh, how unprofessional of me to have my phone not on silent. Um, but then uh, looking at Kempsey today, going to get up around wah, 37 degrees, 15 at the moment for Kempsey Grafton. Good morning to you. 37 degrees, whopping 37 today, 18 degrees at the moment. Um, old Tony, he's given us the weather. He's also said it's just 11 months. Until Christmas Day. You're right. It is. Uh, It'll be here before we know it, Tony. Uh, Currently, it's Uh, 20.8 degrees here, and we've had no rain in the last 24 hours, says young Anthony. Um, David, morning, Moffy. It's currently 22.5 degrees, nil rain, 
and Eno, uh, 21 degrees and no rain at Bombs today. Is that what you, in North Boambi? Uh, is that is that what you call North Boambi? Do you call it Bombs? I don't know. Um, and he says, please, can you put December back on the birthday? It. You know, it was on the yesterday, I think, wasn't it? Or the day before? I can't remember. It was one of the days. Um, it made an appearance on that. You must have missed it. Must have missed it. Um, what have I got here? Uh, no, that's not a message to read on there. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's how the weather's looking around the place uh, for the... Um, the next uh, couple of days or so anyway, uh, what about the cyclone? Now, this tropical low in the Coral Sea has been officially upgraded to a Category 1 tropical cyclone in Queensland uh, called Kiralee. We, I mean, we already knew it was going to be called Kiralee. Um, it's just they hadn't officially done it yet, so to speak. Uh, up to 400 mils of rain expected in parts of northern Queensland. The Premier smiles, Stephen Miles, says... Um, have you know? Oh, by the way, too, have you noticed that Stephen Miles he doesn't seem to be as smiley anymore that he's now premier. Uh, but he said that while the system is not expected to make landfall until later today, some regions will be impacted sooner. Take a listen. Uh, these are parts of the state that are well accustomed to cyclones of this intensity and uh, their mayors have confirmed with us that they are ready and well prepared. Tropical cyclone impacts are likely to begin from tonight, particularly in the Whitsunday Islands. Now, um, I got a message yesterday. I laughed because uh, Robbo's a big fan of the show and he said to me, I haven't been watching TV for the last 12 months or so. I only get what's going on around the place on the Moffy show. I lost my iPad where I, and I hope Robbo, I can read this, I love this, where I watch Judge Judy and Jerry Springer shows. <laughs> but I turned on Sunrise this morning and there's a bloke or something as the Queensland Premier. I must have missed the show with Moffy that day. Uh, and then he says, um, I must be losing it. Is the Premier of Queensland a bloke now? What happened to the lady? Yeah, Anastasia Palaszczuk quit a little while ago. Robert, um, what about the moon this morning, actually? He said to me as well, I swear it was only a half moon a week ago. And you have a look, it was like a full moon or so. Is it? Is it actually officially a full moon? Because it was very big last night. I mean, we'll probably be able to work it out for ourselves, depending on how the calls and messages we get today go. Uh, police are setting their sights on dangerous drivers heading out uh, on the road for the long weekend. Double demerit points. Yes, Gordon, they are. They're in force now. Uh, from midnight, actually, they started uh, across New South Wales, the ACT and WA. They continue right through until the end of Sunday. Okay, so 11.59 Sunday night uh, is when they end. Uh, drivers caught speeding or not wearing a seatbelt and using their mobile phone will face harsher penalties. They um, also apply to motorbike riders not wearing a helmet. Uh, in Queensland, the system applies year-round. It doesn't change. So they that's why they don't have double demerits is because they basically have that all year-round up there. It's a triple M summer. Triple M, triple M for summer. We'll have a chat to John Logan 
uh, before 8 o'clock this morning about the Legends show, which is happening uh, on Saturday night, the Legends of Australian Music, Glenn Shorrock, Brian Cadd and Russell Morris at the Botanic Gardens. Uh, everything that you need to know, uh, if you've got VIP tickets, what that includes, uh, what you can and can't take to the show, where to park, all that info. We'll have a chat to him about that before 8 o'clock this morning. Terrible story coming out of the South. Distraught family and friends have gathered following the death of three people at Phillip Island yesterday afternoon. Emergency services were called around 3.30 to reports that four people were in trouble at an unpatrolled beach. See, unpatrolled beaches again. At uh, New Haven on Phillip Island, three women and a man were pulled from the water, but three couldn't be saved. A woman in her 20s was airlifted to hospital in Melbourne in a critical condition. We're told the victims include a man and uh, he was in his 40s, while the two women who passed away were in their 20s. Meanwhile, closer to home, and an adult and a child have been rescued after getting into trouble in the water at Nambucca Heads. Marine rescue crews were conducting patrols and spotted the pair battling against the tide. Now, Unit Commander Gary Nichols says it's a safety reminder again ahead of the Australia Day long weekend. If you're a swimmer, please do not overestimate your ability against the tide. Now, if you're in a boat, please make sure everyone on board has a life jacket. It doesn't matter. Water doesn't care who it's going to take. It will take you. Yeah, it's exactly right. So, look, beach safety, boat safety, just make sure you heed the advice this weekend. On this gorgeous day. On this day. On this day. Triple M's on this day. Thanks to CEX Coffs. Catch every thrilling moment of live sports action in the Legends Bar at CEX Coffs. Triple M. G'day, it's Moffy. Today is January 25. It was this day in 1958 that Elvis Presley's Jailhouse Rock became the first single ever to enter the UK pop charts at number one. You should have had your lockdown jailbird sing that rock. Clearwater Revival released Proud Mary in 1969. In 1987, Stefan Edberg beat Aussie Pat Cash in the 75th Australian Open Men's Tennis Championships in Melbourne. The fourth Fifth and six for the championship. Once and up, he's done it. In 1975, the Carpenters went to number one on the US singles charts with their version of this. Former Beatle George Harrison went out solo and had a number one hit in Australia in 1988 on this day. We've got my mind set on you. I got my mind set. In 2014, Susan Boyle applied for a minimum wage £6 an hour cashier's job after spotting a job ad in the window of her local Ladbrokes in Blackburn. I dreamed a dream in time gone by. The singer is said to be worth over £20 million. 
Birthday today, an Aussie sailor Kay Cotty celebrates her 70th birthday. Apparently I was sailing within four hours or something of coming out of hospital. <laughs> so if you want your children to enjoy sailing, you young ones, when you have children, take them straight on the boat. My son Lee, the day he got out of hospital, he was on a boat. <laughs> In 1988, she was the first woman to perform a single-handed, non-stop and unassisted circumnavigation of the world. And it all happened today, January 25. A teen who was the victim of a sextortion catfishing as a 17-year-old has been jailed after an attempt to take his own life that uh, resulted in the death of a bus driver. Now, in the lead-up to the crash, the 17-year-old had been harassed by an online scammer. According to stories in uh, News Corp papers, they report that the teen was so distraught by the scammer's threat to release nude photos of him that he drove head-on into a bus on the Sunshine Coast back in August 2022. He survived, but the 63-year-old bus driver died. The now 19-year-old pleaded guilty to manslaughter and has been sentenced to three years jail. Um, Nothing good out of that. Nothing good. Anyone needing help can obviously contact Lifeline. They're number 13 11 14. 13 11 14. Bit of sport around, and um, the one that's going to catch the eye, I think, of Jake Harvey a little bit later on is the Australian Open with Carlos Alcaraz. He has gone down to Alexander Zverev's 6-1-6-3-6-7-6-4 to reach the semis at the Australian Open for the second time. Um, he's only the third German man in the Open era to make the semis, joining Boris Becker and Tommy Haas. But uh, Zverev's will now play Daniil Medvedev. Uh, their head-to-head record is uh, 11-7 to Medvedev. So it'll be interesting to see what the outcome is of that game. Meanwhile, Alcaraz says he's not going to be leaving Melbourne Park disappointed. Uh, in the women's semis, Coco Goff plays Zarina Savalenko. And Ukrainian is it? I, I apologise in advance, uh, but Diana, I think her name is, Yam Strekizer, plays China's... Quinlanskang, I think. I don't know. But they play. You'll know them because they'll be the ones on the court with a racket and the tennis ball whacking it back and forward. All right? Just so you're aware. The Brisbane Heat have won the Big Bash cricket final last night. They beat the Sydney Sixers by 54 runs. Sixers uh, were all out in their run chase for just 112. Brisbane's Josh Brown was in fine form again. Uh, and still with cricket, the all Aussie, uh, sorry, the Aussie all arounder Cameron Green and also coach Andrew McDonald have both tested positive to COVID. Ugh, it's the last thing that you need. It comes on the eve of the um, the second test against the West Indies, so not some good news there for the Aussie cricket team. But that's the way it is in this day and age, I guess. Download the Listener app and open your ears to a whole new world of audio. Listener. That's L-I-S-T-N-R. The Australia Day long weekend coming up. A lot of people are going to be obviously heading to the beaches tomorrow and right across the weekend as well. You know, we've had so many rescues over recent weeks, over the summer period. We had, sadly, a lady who lost her life at Park Beach as well. So we thought we'd reach out to the Coffs Harbour City Council to see whether we could speak to Greg Hackfaith from the City of Coffs Harbour's lifeguards. I mean, this is a bloke who's down there every day just to get that message repeated to our listeners. Unfortunately, our council or media unit don't seem to see the benefit in that because they come back saying 
Thanks for your inquiry, but as the message around beach safety hasn't changed, we've decided to put up a general guide of do's and don'ts on our socials. This was yesterday afternoon. Disappointing, though, that you know our own council clearly don't want to get that message out to everyone in the community via this radio station and this radio program. One man, though, who is happy to get that message out is uh, Les Pepper from the Surf Lifesavers, and he's on the phone right now. Les, thanks so much for your time this morning. Not a problem, Ruffy. No worries at all. Mate, we're heading into Australia Day, obviously, and the uh, the long weekend as well. Um, over summer, there have been a lot of rescues. We sadly have had uh, one lady who lost her life on our beaches on the Coffs Coast. Mate, what is the word for people when it comes to going to the beach over the weekend? Well, basically, my view is the same thing. Swim between the flags. If you can't swim between the flags, swim with a friend and swim at a patrol beach. That's what we're trying to push all over summer. Patrols are open 9am to 5pm. Coffs Harbour at the moment are extending their hours to at least 5.30, just depending on the, the amount of people on the beach. So, but most surf clubs will stay longer. If there's other people on the beach, if there's more people than normal, they'll stay a bit longer just to keep an eye on them. Because that's the thing too, Les. Obviously, with daylight saving, the days are longer, so people tend to want to go down to the beach and have a swim you know, when quite often the patrols may have already wrapped up. Um, you know, it's so dangerous, though, to do that. Oh, definitely. But the biggest problem is, as you know, we're all volunteers that, that do patrols and, and we're there from nine to five. So you've got to draw a line when you're going to stop your, your patrols. But um, I know sometimes it's a nice time to swim after six o'clock. But if you're going to do that, like I said, swim at a beach that has the been patrolled normally, but also swim with a friend. Don't have to go swim by yourself because if you get into difficulty, no one knows where you are and what problem it is. So um, that's it. If you're going to swim after hours, swim with a friend. Over the summer, um, how have people been generally? Have they have they been heeding the warnings and advice? Yeah, they've been pretty good. I know with all the boots, which I, I patrol, we still have a lot of people that swim in the corner, you know, with the rippers in the corner near the mm. rocks. But you've just got to go down and warn them. It's, it's just a preventative action you've just got to keep on doing. People, I don't know, they won't walk 50 metres to go and swim between the flags, which is a bit, a bit of a battle for, some, for me sometimes. I just don't understand why they won't do it. But people are just strained sometimes. Yeah, indeed. Well, Les, uh, all the best, mate. Thank you for your service and what you do and all the um, the Surf Lifesavers as well. And uh, we'll chat again soon. Yep, no, not a problem, Moffy. Thank you very much. Les Pepper from the New South Wales Surf Lifesavers. He looks after uh, our region here and uh, joined us this morning to have a chat to us about beach safety as we head towards the long weekend. The North Beach Recreation and Bowls Club in beautiful Milestone. Good morning, Val. Oh, good morning, Muffy. How are you? I'm very well, Val. So tell me, Val, what are you doing this weekend? I don't know. It's my husband's 80th birthday on Sunday, so I'm not oh, sure terrific. what we're going to do yet. What's your hubby's name? Roy. Oh, Roy's 80. He will be, yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, Val, let's give this a spin and see if we can... Maybe prompt the long weekend with 620 bucks. Oh, would be lovely. Would be indeed. May. Still spinning. Yeah, come on, be nice. Oh. <laughs> May 29. Oh, 31. No way, is it? Yeah, so oh. close. <laughs> 
Well, Val, can't give you that money, but look, you say happy birthday to Roy for me as well. I will do that. And right. have a great day, Muffy, and enjoy your weekend. Will do. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. So more money for Monday when we come back after the long weekend. $630 with the birthday wheel. Thanks to North Beach Recreation and Bowls Club. It's a Triple M Summer. going to be a warm weekend as well. Don't forget those heat wave conditions and warnings are around at the moment. Let's bring in now the state member for Coffs Harbour, Gomez Singh. He's on the phone. Gomez, good morning. Good morning, Moffy. It's already uh, warmed up this morning, hasn't it? Well, yeah, it sure has. It sure has. And the next couple of days, uh, we really need to make sure we stay hydrated. Yeah, that's right. I think we're expecting some of the warmest days we've had so far this year. So, yeah, certainly stay. keep that water up. Yeah, look, I'll talk about the Australia Day weekend with you shortly, but Something that is a big concern at the moment, that's fire ants. Um, They were detected over the weekend at Wardell, south of Ballina. Yeah, so that's only about an hour and a half north of uh, where we are here. And they have been known to spread quite rapidly once they get into a region. So uh, the DPI certainly got to be doing everything they can uh, in conjunction with uh, the Queensland authorities to get rid of these uh, ants. Because I guess we haven't quite felt the impact of these um, red imported fire ants in Australia. They can shut down playing fields, uh, schools. They can uh, they can be lethal uh, in some circumstances as well. Uh, and look, it's not something we want as a biosecurity hazard uh, in New South Wales. We want our children uh, to be able to play outdoors without risk of uh, you know running into one of these nests. Uh, and we certainly don't want our sporting fields and schools to have to close because uh, of an infestation of these ants. Gomesh, I obviously growing up in Queensland and fire ants is something that were there a long, long time ago. It surprises me, though, there's still a lot of people that don't know a lot about fire ants, what they can do. I mean, it's not only what they can do to people, but, you know, crops, livestock and even machinery where they can chew through wiring and stuff like that. Yeah, they've got these weird properties in that they've got some uh, magnetic iron kind of in their bodies that if they chew through electrical wires, they can actually short out uh, electrical wires. And it's, um, you know, it's not, not often you hear about insects kind of having those properties, but uh, also they can kill uh, native wildlife. That They make farming a lot more difficult if you can't, uh, if you can't move your farm uh, stock off your property because there's a biosecurity zone around you. I think that makes life very, very difficult. Not to mention, um, you know, if you're harvesting and you've got to keep your stuff on farm, it's just, they're a real, they're a real hazard. They are a a real pain, literally. Uh, If they bite you, uh, often what they'll do is crawl on you and then all of the ants at once will sting you at once. And and when you see the photos of uh, victims, it looks like those old photos of like smallpox or something like that, where you've got these big welts all up and down your, your arm or leg. And it's just, it doesn't look, it doesn't look pretty. And uh, I'm told that it's one of the more painful insect bites that, that you can receive. Mm, need to keep an eye out for those. Now, tell me about these health grants. So yeah, these health grants are uh, up to $12,000 to support students who are studying a health-related degree in New South Wales, uh, with the catch being that they commit to working for New South Wales Health for five years. So uh, essentially, it's uh, New South Wales Health uh, training there, providing an incentive to train staff to come and work for them. And that's across degrees like nursing, uh, paramedicine, which is um, your your paramedics, uh, but also things like psychology, dentistry, uh, pharmacy and radiography, uh, Aboriginal health, those kinds of things as well. So, uh, you know, certainly if you interested 
in a career in health and you, you want to study a tertiary uh, degree, it's certainly something uh, worth looking into. $12,000 goes a long way uh, to help pay for your studies. And certainly New South Wales Health would love to have you as an employee once you're done as well. Mm. Talking about, you know, the cost of things and you know, cost of living, obviously, is one of the biggest topics that people talk about. And I was reading the other day, the Smith family have an appeal for back to school for families that struggle with that kind of thing. We used to have these back to school vouchers, but I didn't actually realise this, but they, they're no longer. Mate, the Premier didn't realise it either. Um, yeah, the, 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 the New South Wales Labor government cut them in last year's budget and you know, a lot of families are doing their back-to-school shopping, uh, you know, in late January. And, you know, they're opening up their service New South Wales app looking for these vouchers and they're just not there anymore. And particularly, I think, this year, more than any other over the last couple of years, cost of living is a huge factor. And going back to school, if you've got two or three kids going back to school, you could be up for a few thousand dollars worth of uh, things like uniforms, uh, school shoes, sports shoes, sports uniform, all the stationery that you need to get, uh, not to mention the technology that students are expected to have now as well. So, you know, it was $150 per child. It didn't cover all of the cost, but it certainly went a long way to evening the playing fields uh, between those students uh, whose parents can afford it and those whose parents can't. So, um, you know, it's a real shame that, that the government chose to cut this particular voucher, um, along with the active kids and creative kids as well. Uh, these were supports that families really relied on, uh, and it meant that uh, it meant that everyone had more equal opportunities. And uh, it's a shame that they no longer do. Yeah, well, if people are looking for those and can't find them, that's why. Um, before we go, mate, Australia Day weekend. What are your plans? You got because uh, I know the is it the Sortellian of the Year that's going to be announced tomorrow. Yeah, the Sortellian of the Year and the Young Sortellian of the Year normally announced on New Year's Day, but obviously with the wet weather they had in Sortell, that um, fun day was cancelled. So uh, they're doing it tomorrow. That uh, should be a, an interesting event. Um, and obviously with the heat wave we've got going, I'm planning to spend a fair bit of time in the water. And, you know, it's been um, it's been one of those summers where, I don't know about you, Mafia, I've spent a fair bit of time at the beach and... I think the beaches have been about as busy as I've ever seen them on the Coffs Coast. Mm. But it's important that people still remember to swim between the flags. Uh, and particularly with a cyclone up the coast, you never know what kind of unpredictable uh, swell and, and waters we might have. So it's probably more important than ever we might see people entering the water who aren't as experienced. And again, I'll just reiterate, swim between the flags, swim at patrol beaches and you know, stay safe out there. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, our lifeguards from New South Wales, Wales Surf Lifesaving, we spoke to Les Pepper earlier, and uh, they do an incredible job, volunteers. And, of course, we've got our um, our council lifeguards, Greg and the team down there, who do an amazing job as well. Unfortunately, um, the leadership of the council wouldn't let us have a chat to them about uh, beach safety. But anyway, um, mate, look, you have a lovely weekend, and we'll uh, chat again soon. Thanks, Moffy. You too. Look, a couple of messages that we've had come through about that because we mentioned earlier about we reached out to the city of Coffs Harbour to their media unit to see if we could have a chat to Greg Hackfate, their head lifeguard, considering that he's, you know, on the beach every day and that's his job. And I thought, you know, to talk about beach safety and how important it is leading up to the Australia Day weekend, they mustn't think so, though, because all they come back with was after we chased him up after two days... Uh, thanks for the inquiry, but uh, the beach message hasn't changed. 
So we're just going to do some do's and don'ts on our uh, socials later today. Well, I, I had a look this morning and they still haven't done them. So maybe they went with the don'ts part for um, what they said they were going to do as well. Anyway, um, look, at least Les Pepper came on to let you know and they obviously have concerns for our community. Uh, Donald Trump has mocked his only remaining rival in the race to represent the Republicans in the U.S. presidential election. The president won the New Hampshire primary and believes the contest is already over. Of course he does. I mean, Donald still thinks he won the last election as well when he went up against Joe Biden. Problem is, is that you know, the, the votes and everyone else kind of didn't think so. Hey, what about this? An international team of scientists have successfully implanted a lab-developed embryo into a southern white rhino. Now, the project is trying to save its closest cousin, the northern white rhino. Is there that much of a difference between the south and the north? I don't know. Um, maybe we've got some... I mean, we do have some intelligent people that listen to this program. I hope they're listening today as well. Um, maybe you can let us know. Mafia triple au. The Triple M Secret Song. Triple M. Hello, Triple M. Yeah, I'm just ringing up at the Secret Song. Yeah, what's your name? Luke. Mate, $480, the Triple M Secret Song. Here it is for you. I have a clue. We played the song in the breakfast show yesterday. Does that help you? Not one bit because I didn't listen to it yesterday. Oh, well, oh, well fine. Uh, uh, look, you know, what do you think it is? Uh, Kings of Leon, Texas on fire. Ah, Kings of Leon. Nah, not that one, I'm sorry. Cool, thanks, buddy. All right, mate, have a good day. You too. Can you believe that? Didn't listen yesterday. Should we banned? Anyway, uh, $500 when we play again Monday morning, the Triple M secret song. No, true story. I played the entire song yesterday on the show. Now you just got to work out what it is. We'll do it again Monday morning. Thanks to Yurunga Chainsaw and Mower on Triple M. Muffy in the morning. It's a big weekend this weekend because we have something spectacular happening at the Botanic Gardens. The legends of Australian music, Russell Morris, Brian Cadd and Glenn Shorrock and the other legend, John Logan's on the phone. Good morning, mate. Good morning, Muffy. It's been a long run to get to uh, this day in two days' time. Oh, absolutely, mate. It feels like forever, but it's been about probably about a year in the in the nitty-gritty working, but overall probably two years to get to this point. And so we're really looking forward to it. And that's what I want to mention too, because, you know, this isn't just something like a, a touring show that goes all around the place. This is something that exclusively to the Coffs Coast that you've put together. Yeah, we're very, very proud of that. We've put this show together. It's not a franchise. It doesn't visit all the other towns. This is exclusive to Coffs Harbour. So Coffs Coast residents can be very proud that they've got a show that's going nowhere else in Australia. It's exclusive to Coffs. Now, weather. Let's talk about that. What's the go? Oh, well, it's been <laughs> raining for a couple of weeks, and we're very pleased that it's been raining for a couple of weeks. So it's all rained out, but it's looking good. The next couple of days is good. We still advise people that, you know, as a matter of common sense, to bring a poncho. You can get them cheap just about anywhere. Bring something warm to put on, and... Um, have a great night, but it is looking fine. The weather looks beautiful at the moment. The gardens look absolutely spectacular. I'm heading down there now for a site meeting, but, um, you know, place looks good. Weather looks good. We're really looking forward to it. 
Now, John, obviously there's there's the VIP section, then there's the general admission section, and I've had a lot of people saying, Moffy, um, what's the go? What's the situation? So tell us, if people have got VIP, what does that mean? Yep. VIP tickets means that you have your own designated area, you have your own um, your own seat. A seat is provided for you in the VIP area. Mm-hmm. You have your own bar and your own toilet. So that's what the VIP section gives you. It's the white building on site. So if you go down there, there's a glass house. There's a covered area out the front of the glass house. That is where the VIP area is. There'll be people there to greet you and show you where to go. Um, for the general admission, you bring your own chair if you wish. You can stand or you can sit down on a rug or you can bring your own chair but that's essentially the difference you bring your own chair if it's GA you have a chair provided if it's VIP now food and drinks there's going to be food stalls there yeah food stalls there you can buy a drink there we ask people to sort of drink sensibly there will be alcohol available on site you can't bring alcohol in because it's available on site Um, we'll have water we'll have soft drink we'll have food options you know, there's plenty there to, to see and do and grab a bite to eat. There's a couple of different chill-out areas. If you want somewhere to go and just have a little bit of quieter time, there's a space there. We've got um, first aid on site, of course, as, you, as you're normally required to do. There'll be water available if you don't want to buy a drink. Um, you, I think we've got everything pretty much covered. There are extra toilets on site. And, of course, you know, four good, fantastic acts to see on the, um, on the afternoon leading into the evening. Now, you've also, if there are people that struggle with getting, obviously, walking uh, in and out, you've got some people movers there, haven't you? Yeah, we ask, the gates open at five, but if, yep. if you've got a little bit of trouble um, walking the 500, 600 metres down to the site from the entry point, um, there, we have people movers provided. So there, there'll be marshals working the line, seeing anybody that might require assistance. We'll move them to the front of the line and just put them in the people movers. And we've got two, I think, two eight-seater people movers. Mm-hmm. Um, they will move people up to the site. So there is assistance for people that may have mobility issues. Now, you say the gates open at five. Uh, the show, what time does it kick off? show starts at six and we'll finish, we'll wrap up around about the 9.45 mark. Nice. Now, if people haven't got tickets yet, trybooking.com is the way to go. Absolutely. You know, don't buy them from a reseller. If you want to buy your ticket, get online and buy them from trybooking.com or you can get on the phone and call the JLE office. Uh, there will be somebody um, at the JLE office all day today mm-hmm. from 9 to 5, and there'll be somebody at the JLE office from, this is very important, on Friday and Saturday morning, our off, which is a public holiday and, of course, a Saturday morning, our office will be manned between 9am and 12 midday if you need assistance with booking. Okay, well, look, it's going to be a fantastic weekend. Cannot wait for the show on Saturday night at the Botanic Gardens, the legends of Australian music. Well done, John, and uh, I'll see you there. Thank you, Moffy. We'll look forward to it. John Logan, he's putting it together, the legends of Australian music, down at the Botanic Gardens this Saturday night. Remember the website to get your tickets, trybooking.com. Triple M's Radio Scatterbrain, thanks to Coffs Harbour Produce for rural garden, equine and pet supplies. Hello, Triple M. Hey, mate, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? Good, thank you. Now, Radio Scatterbrain, we have 100 bucks today if you can get all 10 categories correct in 60 seconds. Yep, no worries. What time did you wake up this morning? Oh, mate, pretty early. <laughs> what time does your brain usually engage? About four o'clock, mate. Really? Yeah, early riser. Early riser, yes, very much so. All right, okay, here we go. You know how it works. Can't say the same word more than once. Say pass if you're not sure. We'll come back at the end if there's still time left. 
on those you pass on. The letter today is F for fudge. Yep, no worries. All right, here we go. First one. Opposite of backwards. Forward. Something that you can done get done with your hair. Ah, uh, fringe. Uh, no. Well, uh, frizz. Well, frizz. We'll take that, Oil. I guess. Uh, yep. Look, a, a type of bread. Ah, uh, pakasha. Correct. A song by Kenny Loggins. Um, Kenny Loggins. Ah, uh, pass. A movie title. Uh, Fast and Furious. Correct. A month of the year. February. Correct. A race course. Flemington. A profession that wears a helmet. Um, a fencer. Oh, which one? A fencer, yes. Um, a musical instrument. Um, fiddle. Yes, a six-letter word. Um, Buzz has beaten you. You could have had family. Family, yeah, um, no Just going back one step, uh, a fencer. Since when Fencing. does a fence... Yeah, but since when do they wear a helmet? Um, I mean, a fencing is in the Olympics. Fencing. Ah. Uh, would you call that a profet? Ah. Oh. Yeah. You would? So they're, not, they're not bricklayers going into the Olympics. Well, no, obviously, because there's no bricklaying <laughs> in the Olympics. <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah. So they're fences. <laughs> Mate, um, uh, Kenny Loggins' song, Footloose. Footloose. Ah, oh, no worries. Yeah. Um, have a great weekend. Don't have too many beers, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Can't promise you that, Boppy. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Uh, another chance coming up on Monday. $110 with Radio Scatterbrain. Thanks to Coffs Harbour Produce in June Street. Stay hydrated with water. 35 degrees expected for Australia Day tomorrow. 34. Our top expected today. It's 25 right now. It's a triple M summer. Yarn, 8.32. Um, you know what I should have done today? Jake Harvey, good morning. Yeah, you going, Morphy? Come on, speak properly. Um, <laughs> I should have played True Blue by old mate, what's his name? John Williamson. True Blue. For Australia Day tomorrow. Mm. I suppose there's still time. Uh, by the way, we'll have a chat to Matt Crawley soon about the AFL clinic. Clinic or clinic? Clinic. Clinic, yeah. Um, it's happening anyway with the Sydney Swans on Monday. They're here Sunday. They get here, really? Yeah, the Swannies. Oh, I might first go time, down. first time since 2019 that the Sydney Swans have uh, have been back here in coughs because of COVID and and things like that. Uh, tennis last night, Alcaraz gone. Um, how you feeling? You okay? I'm okay. Well, number two, Alcaraz, he lost to Alexander Zverev, mm. but Alexander Zverev, he's just been in form. Okay, and I can see him going all the way to the final. All right. Whether he can win it or not, that's a different question. All right. We'll talk about that next. 8.33, Moffy in the morning, number one on the Coffs Coast. Good morning to all the hardworking staff in the city of Coffs Harbour. And I guess good morning to the other ones as well. Moffy in the morning. It's Moffy in the morning. Thanks to Jeff King Motors. Tops around about 34 degrees today. Sunny and more sunshine tomorrow as well. 35 for Australia Day. What are your plans tomorrow? Tomorrow, it's looking like it's going to be very hot. So That's what I just said. I mean, 35. Thanks for listening, by the way. Yeah, but I'm thinking about going for a surf. Really? Yes. When was the last time? It's actually been about a month to two months, I'd say. Right. Okay. You remember what to do? 
um, paddle. Yeah. Stand on the board, which is the hard part because yeah. I've only done that a few times. Mm-hmm. And then outside of that, hope for the do best. Do it again. Yeah, hope for the best. Where are you going? Maybe Diggers Beach. Yeah. That's always a nice basic level mm-hmm. swimming area. <laughs> How many waves do you think you've actually caught? Because going back, it's now... 10 to 20. How many years? Is it one, it's one year since you got your surfboard. It was Been about a year, but then during the winter period, you kind of mm. don't go in the water because it's too cold. Well, no, you can. You get a wetsuit. Yeah, I got a wetsuit, but it's still too cold. It's absolutely freezing. I'll be mm. honest. My skin doesn't keep any warmth in it whatsoever. Oh, buddy. I know. You'll be okay. All right, the tennis. So Novak Djokovic, when is he playing? Who's he playing? Yeah, Novak Djokovic, he's playing on Friday. So he'll be playing Yannick Sinner. Oh, okay, yep, yep. Yep. So you got the double semi-final for the men's on mm-hmm. Friday. So they kind of have a little two-day break um, for Djokovic. So it'll be Djokovic versus Sinner. And then you've also got Daniil Medvedev versus Alexander mm. Zverev. And then the winner of those two are in the final, aren't they? Correct, Amundo. Okay, so what we want is um, Sinner to win. Yes, and for... And probably Zverev to win, I reckon. Zverev. Yeah. You don't want Daniil Medvedev? Honestly, I'd be happy with any of those four to win this tournament. Come on, don't sit on the fence. You'll get splinters in your thing, eh? Yeah, but look, I'm happy to get a few splinters because this is a good lineup. 11 to 7 is the um, the head-to-heads for... Uh, what's his name? Zverev and, and Medvedev. But in the favour of Daniil. Hmm... I, I can see Daniil is a good player. It's just he's had a lot of five-set matches lately, yeah. and it could be that him being very tired could play a factor into this. Right, yeah. What about the women? Okay, we've got Coco Goff yes. taking on Arena Savalenko. That'll be an interesting match. I mm-hmm. almost feel like this match today will be the final Yep. Like the, between those two. And then on the other side, you got uh, your Stremska, and then I think it was like Jojing Wen. Like it's a I completely. I thought Quinlan It's complete. I don't know. It's said completely that. different to how it's spelt. Yeah. But um, they they played last night, and now she's got to back up and play today as well. So usually it's a two day break, but once it goes from quarterfinals to semifinals, one of the sides of the girls' draws actually only has a twenty four hour turnaround. Really? So we'll see how they go. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Thank you for that. Our tennis expert. And then you'll be back Monday, yeah, to wrap it all up for us? Oh, it's going to be a good weekend, isn't it, Moffy? It's a long weekend, so it's going to be fantastic. Download the Listener app and open your ears to a whole new world of audio. Listener. That's L-I-S-T-N-R. It's not going to be that long until the AFL season is back, but the Sydney Swans, they are heading our way. To talk more about it right now, Matt Crawley. Morning, mate. Morning, Moffy. Well, uh, look, uh, how do you know off the top of your head how many weeks until the AFL season starts? Oh, mate, I should, but I actually don't. <laughs> uh, it's starting earlier than normal, I do know that, um, mm. in early March, which is very exciting. Um, but as you've uh, said in the intro, it's even more exciting. We've got a whole uh, men's list and coaches coming up to, to Coffs on Sunday. Now, part of this as well, because they'll be here until, what, next Wednesday for the pre-season training camp and the community camp. Um, but there's going to be a clinic as well for the kids out at the stadium on Monday. Yeah, there is, mate. Between 3.30 and 5.30 uh, on Monday, there's a, an open super clinic to come to. Uh, uh, the majority of the Swans players will be here, which is fantastic. 
there will also be a signing session at the end of that. So if you've ever thought about taking up uh, AFL as a junior, uh, it's certainly a great opportunity to come on, meet some Sydney Swans stars, learn a few skills and, and have a bit of fun uh, on Monday afternoon. Matt, it's something that the AFL does, and Sydney Swans as well in particular, that they do well is going to these communities and stuff like that, getting involved, getting the kids in, in touch with AFL. And, you know, it, it just it drives the numbers, doesn't it, locally for, for kids to play AFL? Yeah, absolutely. We've got a really big uh, registration list coming in for Monday already, and I'm sure we'll get uh, plenty more. But they do certainly love taking to regional areas, and obviously you'd know that Cross Harbour and Sydney Swans have had an affinity for a, a lot of years. Obviously, we had a couple of years with COVID where they didn't mark it up. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're back with a vengeance, and it's really looking forward. And it certainly does drive our participation numbers. But uh, one of the great things is that you, you can't you can't be what you can't see. So when they come up... The young kids get to see the, the, the players in uh, in their all their glory uh, and how big they are and how strong they are and how fast they are and and it just it inspires kids to to do the best they can and and play as much sport as they can and try and be like them. Now, if kids are interested, how do they get involved? Yeah, on our Facebook page, so AFL North Coast, uh, and also the web web page. There's uh, uh, plenty of times over the last couple of weeks there's been registration links popped up there. So um, people can just go to that AFL North Coast Facebook page or aflnorthcoast.com.au uh, web page and they'll be able to find an opportunity there to around the swans to click on a link and fill in a few details about when they're coming so that we, we know who to, to, uh, is going to be here and, and they'll have a great time. The swans are getting out and about doing a, a whole lot of community stuff as well, mate. They're doing some uh, tourism type stuff. They're doing a surf school with some disadvantaged youth um, uh, so they've got a whole variety of different things and there is another great way for people to get involved as well mate if they want to uh, on Wednesday morning with I think most kids probably not quite back at school on Wednesday they've got a game between 9 and 11am where they're having a full intra-club practice match so nice. anyone other than the in- injured players will be playing in that uh, and that's open for free entry just to come along and watch and, and see what it looks like. So uh, that's a great opportunity on Wednesday morning between 9 and 11 at CX Cost International Stadium. Fantastic. Well, mate, we'll get all the details up on our Facebook and website as well and uh, all the best for that with their visit. And we'll uh, we'll chat again in a couple of weeks' time when the season starts. Look forward to it, Moffy. Moffy in the morning. Hello, Triple M. Hello, Moffy. Hello. How are you going? I'm oh, very well. How are you going? Good. Who have I got there? For tickets, Leanne. Oh, Leanne, I'm glad that you've called Leanne because I have got the very last double pass that we're giving away. I'm not sure why you're getting excited. I didn't say I was going to give it to you. Oh, no. I'm kidding, Leanne. I'm joking. Oh, fantastic. I'm going to give it to you. You sound like you're crying. I almost am. Oh, you love me? I do. What about Russell? Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. more. Brian, Cad. Brian, Brian, Glenn. Yeah. What about George? I don't know who George is, but George might be. There'll be a George there, I'm sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Leanne, I've got a double pass for you for the Legends of Australian Music on Saturday night. Oh, thank you so much, Moffy. And how good. So Leanne's going to be heading there on us. You can get your tickets still. Trybooking.com, the Legends of Australian Music, Russell Morris, Brian Cagg, Glenn Shorrick. It is all happening the Botanic Gardens on Saturday night. This is Triple M. Wait, is that it? Bye, Uncle Michael. I said, hey, you cops harbour. You got my fee in the morning. Say-